0: There it is, there it is, I is? Oh, there hey. it is. Okay. and I am alive, hey, yes, yeah. you see,
1: He's just still alive,
0: uh, okay, I know, I know. we okay. both have things to talk about tonight,
1: oh my god, okay, if we I start yawning here. throughout <laughs> the show, it's not because I'm bored, it's, it's because today has been a day from... Act. onyx went to the spa. The only person who got to relax. So they got haircut and nails did. And then I went to physical therapy, and she beat up on me. Y'all know that physical therapy is a legal form of torture, right? You do that, right? It's like oh, yeah. yep. And yep. then I went and I got my COVID shot. Well, no girl, third eye yeah. Grown up yet? I'm hoping for extra arms. So <laughs> it's, it's been and it's been hot. Did it you try the magnet
0: thing? You know, see if a magnet sticks to it. There was a thing on Facebook. Someone was like, "Hey, you get a COVID shot, you can actually stick a put bag. a magnet
1: tip? Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do, <laughs> no. Don't even start me. Okay. <laughs> Gonna get me off of the deep end here. No.
0: But, but, yeah, but so yeah, I'm so almost had quite
1: the day. So I'm, I'm busy, and but I'm still here, just looking like being a beat up old rag doll. But I'm still cute. There you go.
0: Yeah. And and, uh, and I want to just say a few things about the COVID crap that's going on still, right? COVID people is no joke. It really isn't. And, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't really put mm-hmm. out it's there, mad. you know, that we've been suffering with it just to some friends. But, yes, we've had COVID and we've had it. A- Bad, and it's not like having a cold. It is much worse than that. It is something like I have never had in my life, and I'm still trying to get over it. And it's really, yeah. it's, it's painful. It's pain. Um, my chest hurt so bad I thought I was having a heart attack a couple times. So I really couldn't breathe. I was using nebulizers and inhalers, and I did steroids. And now I'm taking Z packs because I think there's an infection in there, which has actually been helping. That's finally kicking this. Um, out of me a little bit. So, you know, people, this crisis is not over. Yeah, really not. All right. And it's not a joke. And people need to really seriously take it extremely seriously, get your vaccines, you know, protect other people, because I mean, I think I would fare better if I was a, you know, more of a picture of health. However, I'm not you know, and there's a lot of people worse off than me, you know, and there are deaths. Yes. COVID kills. Yes. It's a fact. Right. Now a lot of people will say, Oh, it's all just, you know, crap. It's, it's they're they're playing numbers games. They're blaming everything on COVID, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's not right. They're not, you know, you either have it or you don't, you test positive for it or you don't. I've had many negative tests and this time we were positive you know yeah. and, and I don't is- even go anywhere I don't go yeah. anywhere I have
1: not leave the house. It was a nice gift from somebody who loves you very, very
0: much. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I know that brought it into my house. Exactly. Yeah. But it's you know okay. so yeah. it's not over and, and just because you don't leave your house doesn't mean you can't come into your house. You know you're still getting mail you're still having you know people are coming by uh, you know it's if you're not if they're not washing hands or, you know just really be mindful. Okay. All right so that's it. rant over <clears throat> I'm still um, dealing with my voice. Hopefully it will last throughout the Gina show. Gina can't
1: sing yet. She couldn't no. sing before, but she
0: can't no. sing. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This Okay, be- wait a minute. You know Edith?
1: Do you remember the the, the what is it? Yes. Edith Bunker? Yes. I can do it real good. <laughs> I bet
0: you
2: can. <laughs>
1: I bet you can. Our okay. by yes in the green room is gonna. Oh my God! I'm stuck with these two bras for two hours. <laughs> yes, you are, Anthony. But
0: yeah, All right. So both of our rants are over. I know we went a little excessive on our rants today, but um, we do have Anthony Teresi with us. He is watching us. He is with us. I'm going to play the intro video, which again, I made when my voice was not good. So just bear with it. Okay. And uh, I did the best I could. And I love you guys. And we'll see you with him in just about two minutes. Good evening and welcome to the Fox 10. I am Gina B here with Mama D every Thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tonight our guest is Anthony Teresi. His life's work has been the development, refinement, exploration, and mastery of the highest intuitive and psychic realities of consciousness. Anthony has a lifetime of extensive study and experience in the fields of clairvoyance, psychic phenomena, metaphysics, cosmology, mysticism. Theosophy, ontology, philosophy, astrology, and psychology, Anthony's given gifts allow him to tune into the realm of universal knowing, unlocking the hidden mysteries of the existence. This has granted him access to a doorway from humanity to the beyond. This knowing empowers him to see and hear, and more importantly, to interpret spirit messages in the inner truths of the greatest import traveling his mystical path he ultimately expanded and evolved to realize his full destiny as a psychic master astrologer healer seer empath and intuit this journey flowed into cosmic attunement musical revelations multifaceted creativity and artistic expression the melding of all these powerful elements has forged him a deep insight into the limitless nature of being, and that surrounding every living thing are angels and angelic power, and our own guides to help us along our way. He is a multi dimensional traveler working with the highest intuitive, psychic, and visionary forces. Anthony fuses his natural gifts with the intellect and wisdom born of many lifetimes of experience to create special language that has inspired countless souls as they gain an understanding of the unseen forces that shape and transform all of our lives. With his remarkable new book, Rippling waves, a spiritual journey through the heart of the universe. Anthony brings us along with him on one of his journeys back to the source of our creation and then onward to the future of humanity. And we welcome you to the Fox Den. Well, that wasn't bad. Oh,
1: good. I some ideas for paintings, though. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> She just paint pouring so welcome to the show anthony
3: happy to be here thank you so much
0: awesome awesome i gotta turn you down a little bit okay (laughs) i had to turn it up so i could hear the 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 um video and then it's then it was really loud so hi kristen and hi michelle thanks for joining us i don't know who else is on there you gotta say something so we know i know who you are um now anthony that was a that was a lot there was a lot of information about you put in that video and you've studied a lot of things. So tell us a little bit more about like your background in the metaphysic part of the, your background.
3: The metaphysic part, okay. Yeah. Uh, from the metaphysics standpoint, I started out with uh, my childhood. Uh, my father was a UFO uh, life on other planets proponent. Uh, My mother's side was uh, at least four generations that we know of were psychic uh, uh, to varying degrees. So I grew up in a household where these things were commonplace and uh, I naturally uh, gravitated to these topics without any fear of being outcast or any negativity to them whatsoever. Uh, that grew into a study of astrology which i kind of got on un- got into to be honest with you because i thought it was nonsense i thought you know i could i can debunk this thing man it's no big deal and <laughs> <laughs> here i am the rest of my there life later still trying to debunk it right oh, yeah. so uh uh but i uh, metaphysically i studied uh everything i could get my hands on and up until relatively recently the last 20 years. That, ha- that wasn't a lot. I mean, you know, you had to find books and bookstores and uh, things like that. Now, of course, everything is available back from the history of time, uh, so.
0: <laughs> I know, you have, yeah, right here, you know.
3: Yeah, exactly. So um, in either case, uh, I had a lot of uh, exposure to uh, the various uh, philosophies, religions, uh, schools of thought, uh, yoga, uh, Upanishads, uh, uh, and now, of course, today we're focusing on quantum physics and uh, epigenetics and uh, all the new things, which are kind of interesting because science just has this necessity to prove what has been in existence for 25,000 years. But it's okay; we we, we welcome them, and we, we, it's good they can be they they can do that. But uh, and I and I really do love it because it means that we're getting exposure to these spiritual realities from a wide variety of uh, shall we say more acceptable uh kinds of sources and I, I yeah. think that's important.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we've been saying that for a long time. You know, um, you know, when we were kids it wasn't really acceptable. You know, like you yeah. grew up where it was, which is, you know, very fortunate for you. But um, for you know, like for us being in the field and stuff, it really wasn't, you know, and it was just like you were looked down upon and frowned upon and you know, poo pooed. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. No,
0: you know you know, that's not true that, you know, that doesn't exist. And it's like, yes, it does. Yes,
3: it does. Yes, it does. You
0: know, so for me, you know, I bring the scientific end of of what I do, you know, for the paranormal field is, you know, with the equipment that we build and use and stuff to prove that there is, you know, the afterlife and they are communicating and we have all that. I have solid proof, you know, but some people don't, believe it still
1: yeah but see also Gina is just coming into her her, I call them gifts and some people call them abilities she's just coming into realizing and accepting them so that that's going to work hand in hand with the scientific thing so she's
2: perfect for anything
3: I'm finding that uh, the term paranormal uh, or parapsychological psychology used to deal with I think and correct me if I'm wrong uh, the study of uh, uh, e- ectoplasm and uh, and uh, uh, people like uh, uh, who deal with ghosts and things like that. These two terms seem to be melt, mel- metaphysics and parapsychology seem to be melding in, in lately into a yeah. sort of third kind of uh, topic where uh, is both fields are broadening to include each other. I think that's beautiful.
0: Yes, and I do too, because it was always one or the other. You know, <clears throat> when I got into paranormal, it was either you're on our side where we are we are ghost hunting and we're using our equipment and we're trying to, you know, research and we're trying to help people and stuff like that or you were on the metaphysical side where you were psychic you were getting messages direct but you know you couldn't really prove it then i worked with a psychic my actual uh partner that was here on the radio show with me before mama d um and he left to be doing readings but he's a psychic medium and you know so he sees and he talks with spirits but we work together so he would say stuff to me you know like things he was picking up and he'd either write it down or he'd you know say it in my ear and hey taryn and there's another pair of people right there and um you know so he would say something write it down whatever and then i would ask questions and I would get things, answers to back up what he was saying. So it's like, you know, there's those people that just need that hardcore proof, you know, but oh, yeah, we, yeah. We know, but I do like the, that the fields are coming together, you know, and not a competition. You know, we work better like this than we do like this, you mm-hmm. know, and, and it's all really to benefit all of us because we do need to work together. I think there's something coming and, you with your your book your the journeys that you've been on th- that this all right can I just say I'm gonna say it it's like I'm gonna, gonna I'm say it reading, anyway I'm gonna say it anyway it's like reading an acid trip <laughs> it's like with all with all the colors and everything I'm like yes this brings me back to my youth
3: <laughs> uh, but it's you wouldn't you would. You wouldn't be the first one to say that. Okay? Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But it is it is that way. I mean, uh, acid, quote unquote. You know, uh, even in your younger days, uh, I'm sure introduced you to uh, uh, extrasensory uh, oh, yes. uh, colors and things like that that you wouldn't have otherwise known about. Well, those colors exist. I mean that that whole frequency range exists, and it is available to us. We just don't. don't look for it or we don't advance into it and when we do we find that quite naturally we can experience uh the entire uh range of experiences that I've uh, outlined in my book so um it's kind of funny though because that isn't the first time I've heard that <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and it is and I, and I have to apologize because I I only made it about 3 quarters of the way through I I could I just with being as sick as I've been I just uh, couldn't really focus on the reading and then I would just fall asleep, you yeah. know, and, and it was just, I mean, it's like just, you know, you, you're thinking about where you are and where you're going and it's like a, a kind of like such a mellow place, you know, and all these places, and you, you kind of drift off into that and, you know,
3: well, that's the idea. I'm Imagine. glad you did that. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> so, so it was, you know, it, it, I will finish. I will finish. But I mean, it, it's like, but you have been to a lot of places. And and if you guys want to know what I'm talking about, you're going to have to get the book. Yeah, <laughs> you
2: know,
0: those colors and frequencies definitely exist. I definitely agree. Yes, they do. They They absolutely do. Now, when you look at people, like if you look at, me and Mama, D, do you see auras? Do you see colors? Do you see colors all the time? You know, how is uh, it? That this.
3: was I, I, I do. Yeah. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I try not to when I'm in, uh, in my everyday life because. Uh,
0: yes. You know,
3: I don't. Want, I don't want to know what everyone's thinking when I go into the grocery store. Oh, good
1: right? lord, man.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Uh, Some of that can be real scary. <laughs> fortunately for me, I I spent many years as a musician, so. I, was a, I am able to approach a reading, for example, the same way that I would music. I, there's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end. And then I, at the end of that, I'm able to turn it off and uh, go about my daily business. So um, when it came to writing the book, however, uh, I was in about a three-year window where I was seeing halos around lights. I was seeing amazing things around people. Because once you enter into that that, that frequency, uh, it just keeps building and building and building. And the inspiration that comes from that is just monumental. So uh, the hard part is that when you're done with it, you know, and you're putting it into print and then putting it into publishing. And that's not the fun part. The fun part is, is actually writing it and experiencing it.
0: Yeah, exactly and this is like um and that's not that can't be everything you know that you that you No, it's not do. so i i imagine there's going to be what more volumes more books or are you just
3: I'm, I'm waiting i'm waiting to see at this particular point what uh what the feedback is going to be so far uh it looks to me that and you kind of you touched on it a little bit opening the show um I want to see what happens with this COVID thing. Uh, I really yeah. feel that I'm hoping, with all my heart, I'm hoping that we are able to get back to being able to do uh, meetings with people one on one, or you know, even like a small group of people, that kind of thing. So uh, I think that's why I would love to go on a, uh, a, a tour, speaking tour, mm. uh, and uh, so there's I've got a lot of irons in the fire. Uh, I've got a couple of uh, offers uh, to animate parts of my book uh, from that standpoint. So again, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But right now, I'm doing shows like your own, which are uh, putting these kinds of uh, realities yeah. out there. Thank you oh, <laughs> for doing that Thank you for being with us. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm having great fun. Uh, it, uh, it was hard, as, as I mentioned, it was hard making the final decisions about uh, publishing and all that. But the fun part, now back again, is doing this, uh, getting on, talking about the work, uh, you know, basically, and really being able to go back into that uh, feeling uh, and talk about it. It's wonderful.
0: Exactly, exactly. Now, so again, all right, so getting back to your your past and all the things that you have studied, um, how does one become a master astrologer, though? I mean, what what does that entail?
3: A master astrologer does not mean that you know everything that there is to know about astrology. I don't know that that's possible in one lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's such a yeah, such a monstrous uh, uh, not monstrous, but such a huge topic. Uh, it's very much akin to earning a uh, PhD, where you are fluent you can uh you've seen all the different uh, variations you know uh the spiritual context within the chart that you're looking at uh you're able to intuitively uh look at your client look at the chart and be able to put the two things together to where they make sense uh and uh, a lot of people uh that i've uh, read for uh are really kind of amazed that uh uh, you know, we're able to uh, put together the place in life with this like two-dimensional piece of paper uh, that you know basically has been uh, has these markings on it that what you know the, what does that mean? Uh, and, uh, but it's a very profound uh, element, and being a master a- a- of astrology is just really just that. I mean, I've done over uh, forty thousand charts uh, in my life, so. <laughs> Uh, you know, at some particular point, you get it.
0: Yep, yep, and I love how things do come together because they do, you know, because we do cards, you know, we do oracle cards. I put them up. I don't
1: I do cards. Yeah. Okay, <laughs>
0: that's my baby. Ooh,
1: which, kind, which kind of cards?
0: <laughs>
3: or, I do uh, tarot, uh, I use about uh, five different decks.
0: Five tarot decks, yeah, we use uh, a lot of. Um, Hey, a lot of a lot of paranormal people in the room tonight, uh, and uh, a lot of people I've just made boxes for. We do paranormal equipment. We build um, equipment, and there's some a whole bunch of them in here that I've made boxes for recently. But um, yeah, we do. We every once in a while we'll come on. We'll pull some oracle cards, you know. Yeah. And I'm getting almost as bad as she is. She's got like 30 <laughs> 35 plus decks, and I've got. I don't know, maybe eight now. <laughs> so I'm getting up there. It's my, it, it's, it's, <laughs> next to chocolate, it's my crack. It's a, yeah, it is. It's it's addicting. But when you're doing that and you get in tune with someone, you know, it's 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 so it's so I don't even know the word. What is the word I'm looking for? That it's just so it they perfectly line up. With what it's they so it's, you know? it's a
3: oneness. It's a an uh, in, uh, in intuitive connection where you become one with the individual and they become one with you. And you are able, in that regard, as far as doing the reading is concerned, you are able to uh, answer questions. You're able to put yourself in a position to uh, give information that uh, a person maybe didn't know about. Um, okay. My my favorite readings are the ones where a person wants to come in and know what their spiritual destiny is. Uh, and I, I love doing a reading along those lines. But most people want to know about their job and their love life and Well go
0: and go stuff. more go more into that I want the spiritual, spiritual destiny. Death. Yeah, go Please. go more into go more into that. Like what what is it that when they say that, all right? Just so everyone can understand what that means.
3: Well, in many cases Uh, a person's destiny uh, certainly can be revealed through the tarot or astrology or or a number of other uh, techniques. But fortunately, uh, when people come to me, they're they're able to to take advantage of my clairvoyant abilities. And I am able to see other people's uh, past lifetimes. I'm able to see issues that they have not worked out uh, or are working out in this lifetime. Uh, And I'm able to uh, put that into a language that they're able to understand and make sense of as opposed to some of these like um, intimidating terms that uh, some people use. And, uh, yeah,
1: it's, it's, <laughs> nice when, it's nice when a reader can read to you on the level yeah. that you can understand and not yeah. all the way up here, because right. then you need now a translator.
3: I, I, I try to approach every client uh, as if they are someone who doesn't really speak English, but I'm trying to like be the interpreter to them. So that way that 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 puts me in the position to speak as simply. I, I think it's one of my gifts, to be honest with you, and I've worked really hard at it, pro and I worked really hard at it in my in my book as well, to pro, uh, put myself in a position to explain deeply profound realities with the simplest possible language that that, that I can use. It isn't always like the simplest, like grade school type language, but, uh, you can no, get pretty.
0: It's, good. Yeah, it's very, very understandable. It's very, yeah. you know, it, and you know, you're. It, it's not like a guidebook. It's. It's an explanation book. It's you're you're telling yeah. stories and a bunch of little stories. You know what I mean? Right. What you're seeing and like, and it's a few pages. You know, so you can grasp it. Get it, then you move on to the next little subject, and the next right. subject, and the next little area, and you know, and you're not like pounding something to death, you know, beating that horse with that stick for 20 years, and you know, and we're like going, oh god, I'm gonna be done with this. It's it's quick, so it keeps you, um, you know, pretty much on your toes. Like, where is he going next? <laughs> 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 Quite honestly, because yeah. Some of these, some of these places are just wow. <laughs>
3: Well, I I really uh, uh, tried to do that. I mean, I've studied some pretty profound texts where, you know, it took me a year to read like one chapter uh, to really understand it. And while that's nice and wonderful, I thought to myself during the time, uh, you know, gee, couldn't you just make it easier? (laughs) Yeah, I know. You know? So, again, like I said before, uh, I I think anyone can understand this, uh, uh, especially. If you have a mind that wants to expand and grow and put yourself in a position to uh, understand that there are worlds that exist within this very space that we're in, that all you need to, to be able to do is to elevate your consciousness, and you can exist in those moments.
0: Right. Now, you do a lot of yoga, so obviously yoga, meditation, that definitely helps in that. You know, we're always saying that, you know, to, in order to, to raise your vibrations, to get on that level, you know, you need to put yourself in those um, positions. And w- what is it? What is your practice? You know, like, do you listen to music? Do you do guided type things? Do you just by yourself? You?
3: Uh, I do all of that. I do as much as I can. That makes me happy. Uh, I, I play certain pieces of music that are always uplifting, uh, different styles because of being, having, having been a musician myself. Uh, I do yoga, uh, but not just half a yoga. I've studied uh, the entire uh, Patanjali's uh, eight limbs of yoga. So I'm able to access that information that's extremely in, inspirational. Anything that is inspirational that causes me to go within and see the world from the inside out, from my spiritual perspective, as my lo- my own loving heart, embracing the world in front of me is, is what I endeavor to do every day.
0: Mm. Now, when you first started doing these journeys, what, did you think that you were going crazy or did you just because you grew up with it, accepted it?
3: Yeah, I, I think uh, the latter. Uh, when I started having these experiences, they did, did take me back for a minute, uh, but again, I, I did have a background. I, I didn't think that this was like crazy or whatever. I, I So I began, uh, and I, I want to make a point here. This book is uh, based on a lifetime of experiences. I have put it into a singular type of journey that le- leads the reader through the various stages. But I visited these stages and had these experiences many, many times. And um, uh, it's a vast, vast subject. And again, I I wanted to put it into some sort of context where a person can see that it isn't a linear development, even though in a book you have to present it that way. This is a development where these frequencies and these levels of consciousness exist simultaneously in the same space. The same way, for example, that you would take two flashlights and if you were to cross their beams, those lights would intersect. They would both still be there, but they wouldn't interfere with each other. That's what vibrational frequency dimensions are.
0: That's really, you know, not – there's a lot of people that are going there. Now, is it more like a <clears throat> astral projection or just your – your
3: conscience? I think it's consciousness. Uh, And I know that, for example, everyone experiences this a little differently. In my own uh, uh, experience, again, having been a musician, uh, coming to the point to where I was able to uh, perform without giving it much thought, and and any thought, to be honest with you, being, being in the moment, being able to play whatever my creative will was experiencing in that moment puts me in the position to be in in the moment. And I think that uh, when you are able to do that, the entire uh, dimensional reality opens up for you. And when when you realize that you are seeing something that uh, is at a certain frequency level, much like... uh, uh playing a certain uh, chord under the piano or then moving your hands up the piano you get a different sound entirely so over uh, many many years of uh, experience and discipline and uh the energy it takes to not let up to keep uh, at this uh you gain the ability to grow and once it's interesting once you master one uh discipline mysteriously all of a sudden, you are mastering other uh, mm-hmm. disciplines as well.
0: Yeah, it's like an acceptance thing. Like you walk yeah. through the door. Once you walk through the door, you can't, you know, you can't unsee, you can't <laughs> unlearn, you can't, you know, unknow that these things are there. Yeah, and yeah. So I mean, it is. It's like all of a sudden a whole new world. And that's why I kind of put all this off for such a long time because I'm like, oh no, I need my instruments. I need. Yeah, and
1: then I can enjoy life
2: and. Just, kind of
3: just talk now. Well, uh, in the first chapter, I talk about transformation because that's the key. Uh, we first have to come into our own being, open the door to our heart, and uh, come into our own level of self love. This is the most important thing to realize that we are creations of love. That opens the door that you were speaking of, and that allows you to walk through. Once you walk through, Then you were able to experience these dimensions. For example, I talk about that in in the first chapter of transformation. In the second chapter, I uh, visit a city that I've named Trasara, and in that visit, we see an advanced civilization living uh, in total harmony and creating their life as they go. And uh, it's uh, I've tried to give a, a picture of what it's really like when you are at that advanced level of evolution and uh, war and fear and those kinds of things are behind you. It's interesting to note that a lot of people look at that and go, well, that looks like a fairy tale. And I'm telling you, no, it's not. That's how that's how advanced civilizations live.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know you have you have some neat pictures in the in the book you you really do and some beautiful artwork too so now not only are you ma- um musician, musician you are also uh, into the arts and um is it is your art is it di- divinely inspired as well
3: everything is divinely inspired okay i mean uh you know you have to contend with the technique to be able to express that that inspiration. And that becomes the most difficult thing. For example, as I mentioned before, uh, music is divinely inspired, but I have to convince my hands and my feet that they need to be divinely inspired as well so they can uh, perform <laughs> yeah. the music. So, so yeah. that in and of itself takes, that, that's where the mastery part comes in, Over, overcoming the inability to translate what is higher inspiration immediately into uh, whatever medium you're using. I've had many uh, uh, syn- synth- synth- synthetic, uh experiences, and uh, I can never get that word right. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, again, uh, but the, the, the main thing is, is that I'm talking about these things here on the show, but I mean, I have to ha- have to hasten to add that uh, in the in the uh, lifetime that I've spent pursuing these things, it took, for example, almost 20 years uh, for me to master music. It took an entire lifetime for me to come to the point to where I could master astrology, uh, tarot and all the oracles, uh, including the card that you guys use. Uh, also, uh, they tell profound stories and, and yep. uh deep, uh, mm-hmm. rich information that you have to really be able to grasp intuitively. And in, in doing so, my process is I bypass my mind entirely. I tune into the level of consciousness. I get whatever the message is or the image is. And then I use my mental abilities to be able to explain that to who I'm talking to. Yeah. yeah. Do
0: you have a hold back?
3: Huh?
0: Do you ever, do you hold, ever back? hold
3: back? Hold or back. Do you
0: rephrase it? Yeah, like uh, if some if it's bad news for someone or something, you know. No, I
3: mean I won't, I won't beat anyone over the head with bad news, but I, but I do. It's, it's my responsibility if someone is asking me, for example, a question about something that's really important to them. Uh, it's my responsibility to, to to be the vehicle for that information for that answer uh uh if 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 it's bad news or difficult news i will find a way to be as sensitive mm-hmm. as i can in in expressing that to them uh but they will not leave my my reading or my office without knowing exactly what to expect
0: now, when they contact you for readings, like here, www.anthonyteressi.com backslash readings. The right, links, oh by the way, are in the chat room.
2: What is in the chat
1: The room? links for that oh. are in the chat room. Oh,
0: thank That's you, Mama. That. She's the best. She's the best. So are are you doing readings like Skype or Zoom or?
3: All the above. Or- uh, and plus, I also have an office uh, where, I, I'm, where I'm, I'm in Thousand Oaks, California uh, and I do see people in person. Uh, so, um, uh, in this day and age though, uh, although I've always done phone readings because I have a national and international clientele. Uh, but I, I find that especially clients that I've been seeing for many years of who are local, uh, still like to come in still like the personal, uh, yeah. experience of that. For me, it's the same. Uh, talking to someone in New York or talking to someone five feet away, mm-hmm. excuse me, six feet away. <laughs> six, yeah, right.
0: Yes, yes. We have to be correct. Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> it's,
3: it's, it's the same.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, Mama did put all the uh, the links are in the chat room. Hey, guys. I, will, I will, will put more in at the, the end of the, the show, share. but yeah. yeah. Share, so, guys, share share, share share the show. We want to get his information out there. All right, please do that. Um, let's see. All right, fourth generation. Oh.
1: So that's a question. I don't know if it's on the list of questions. Um, you said your your
0: just going over them now. <laughs>
3: know,
1: um, you said your out. mom and four generations back. What was the first thing that sort of was your aha moment to say? You know what? I think you know, I can do this. And, you know, my fan, you asked your mom kind of say, Hey, mom, you know, um, what is this sort of thing? Because I know we all have questions.
3: Well, I, I just had actually kind of picked it up, to be honest with you, as a small child, because I would see my aunt and my mother and my grandmother doing these things. Uh, you know, they would uh, predict these events that would then occur. And, so as a seven-year-old, it's like, oh, OK. Well, that's no big deal, right? Uh, and so I would begin doing it. And I would get a pat on the head for, you know, for that. And, uh, <laughs> sure. So there wasn't any real uh, moment by which I can point to and say, yeah, that, that's when I knew I was psychic. Okay. Uh, there, there was a moment that I described in my book uh, later in life as an adult uh where i had a uh, tragedy occur where my yeah, brother that was, was
0: that, that was almost like a movie you know reading that like i could see that being a movie
3: yeah that was okay, uh, that, that that was that was a a very hard experience uh but it was very uh transforming and my life has never been the same since then so um you want me to talk about it yeah, that yeah talk oh, about okay.
0: definitely talk about it because it's a it's a great it's a great story and that was like you know it's like the first thing I really remember reading in the book and I was like, wow, you know that's it's gripping, you know
3: well, my brother uh, this was a long time ago uh, was uh, flying down uh, to um, Mexico. Uh, he had his own plane and he uh, got blown off course and, uh, didn't know it but a, re- uh, a hurricane had developed while he was in flight and as he was coming down to, uh, to uh, Acapulco the uh, hurricane blew him off course and uh, his plane ultimately crashed in the mountains above or I don't know if you know where that is or not but it's like up in the remote jungles of, of, of Mexico so he was gone about a month which was not unusual but pretty soon maybe like uh six weeks went by a couple months hadn't heard anything from him I, I began checking and i found that he uh was lost on the radar uh about a month earlier and i began really getting concerned at that point so i went to mexico uh and i, I was sure that i would find out something one way or the other and Hired guides and traveled all the roads and all the uh, little in jungle inlets to all the uh, villages. And, 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 you
0: know, and this is what I'm saying. This is what I was saying. This is like a movie because I've never actually talked to anyone that's done anything like that. You yeah, know.
3: I, I, my brother was only fourteen months younger than me, so I was I'm determined so to find out. Yeah, to find out what was going on. Unfortunately, after almost a month, uh, we were not able to discover anything, any news. Uh, there were planes that had crashed, but they were not the ones that we were looking for. So I was sitting there in my hotel room, um, uh, uh, very frustrated. And then I was having to go back the next day to, uh, tell my family that in fact, I had not been successful and we didn't know anything. Um, and I'm sitting there and, uh, really, uh, like I said, very frustrating. And, uh, Ah, uh, tears began began coming, and then, out of the blue, the entire room lit up, and it was this as if a veil parted, and there was my brother shining through, uh, looking at me exactly the way that I remember him, exactly the way that he was, and uh, it was the most uh, astonishing experience I had ever had. I'd never seen. I I, I was understanding what a dimensional reality was, but I had never seen the actual veil part and the light that comes through and the actual experience of that. So anyway, he told me that his plane had crashed uh, and that he was moving on and he seemed uh, ecstatic about what was happening. And uh, I was both laughing and crying at the same time at that point, So I, I mean, I was like completely yeah. overwhelmed. Um, and he told me to say, Goodbye to everyone, and he left, and the room went back to its normal uh, sight and light. And I sat there shaking for hours. I, I, I was like, I said, yeah, uh, yeah stunned. Right. Uh, so I did get on the plane the next day, and I did go back and tell my family, and even my family, uh, as uh, liberal as they were, <laughs> could not accept, uh, for the most part, that this had happened and which, what made it worse was that there was no plane no body and right. no evidence now footnote. about 5 years later uh we did get a notice from the mexican government that quite accidentally his plane had been found it was at the 8500 foot level on the side of a mountain under a bunch of uh, trees and wow. brush and there's no way no possible way that i would have ever found it so it I realized at that particular point that uh, I, I believe that I had been called to Mexico for for that experience and for that ability to say goodbye at that particular point. So I was able to put closure on it.
0: Yeah. Makes sense. For me, it's like there's no coincidence. There's no, you know, it, Yeah. when you have it in you to go somewhere and do something, you know, you follow those intuitive thoughts because those are our guides yes. wow. telling us what to do. Um, yes. A lot of people will refuse to listen and, and won't go, but no, you went, you know, and of course you were obviously hoping to find him, you know, and you of, like, course. Why of course, I would why wouldn't you, you know what I right. mean? And, and with technology, with whatever, you know, so that's definitely disheartening when you don't, but.
3: Well, it, it, it changed my life forever. From that point forward, I didn't have any fear of death. Uh, not, not that I did anyway, because I was, you know when you're a young man you 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 think you're going to live forever right okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Been, yeah. so i it. didn't
3: uh, but from that point forward i i i didn't i did i no longer believed in life after death i knew that there yeah. was life after death and there's a big difference between those two. yeah I, yeah
2: yeah
0: after i saw my first two full body apparitions and one talked to me yeah i knew <laughs> it's like okay, yep i think we got something going i though. am wide awake <laughs> you are talking to me you know and it was it was my grandparents you know that how odd is that and at the foot of my bed it was like the strangest thing it's like everyone i don't know what it is about the bedroom and the foot of the bed i don't know maybe because that's where you were at the time i don't know but my grandfather passed away and he was a little old italian man and he used to stutter all the time that's how he tell you just he had a stutter but he um he was saying that they were grabbing his feet, grabbing his feet. So that's what he's telling me. He says, they grab on my feet, they grab on my feet. And the way he said it, you know, with his Italian accent and everything. And I told my mom, and I'm so young, you know, I told my mom, I'm like, what is, you know, grandpa was here and told me that something, someone, something's grabbing his feet. You know, I'm like, I don't know what the hell that's all about. And she just broke down and cried and said, well, you know, grandpa passed away. But before that, he, when they were going over, he was in the house and he was in bed, he was sick. And he used to say to everybody that was there, they thought they were like little gremlins grabbing his feet, trying to pull his blankets and stuff. You know, So that, and he was telling, you know, and my mom's from a big Italian family. So a lot of aunts, a lot of uncles, you know, and he was telling all them, but there's a lot of us cousins that weren't in that, you know, no. So that was- Confirmation. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then when my grandmother passed, she also appeared, but I could see her mouth moving, but I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't hear any words, so I don't know what she was trying to say. I still don't, you know. I, I have no idea. But that's that sparked a lot, a big, a big
3: yeah. You know, different.
0: Reaction for me, you know, but
3: it makes your life different. Uh, you begin seeing things in a completely different perspective, and often you don't even know exactly how it's affecting you. I mean, you have the, that signature experience, like for example, with your grandpa and the feet and all that. And that resonates in you subconsciously and it colors you from that point forward. And everything is filtered through that experience at that point. And then of course, you know, that's where your development happens. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And the lack thereof because, you know, it was, not as acceptable then as it is now you know so it took a long time for me to actually go into the field start working with it and saying you know i don't care what you people think all right because this is the avenue that i'm going down because i know it's real i know it exists i am i'm being called to it whether i'm being called to it to bring people together what are you know share my experiences help other people whatever it is that i'm supposed to be doing Damn straight! I'm going to do it. <laughs> <And> that's
3: it. <laughs> Taking that first step is a giant step, but once you take it, and once you start getting the feedback, and once you start helping people, and once they start telling you how much you've helped them, it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's always nice to get feedback, even if it, For me, sometimes when I do readings, when I actually when I had readings in the house, um, <laughs> I, I people knew what I charged but i wouldn't i would just say that i had a little box this very special little box that was made for me um, i said just put it in there and sometimes it was the amount sometimes it was less sometimes it was more and it didn't make a difference to me because it's it's what you needed to do it's what you needed to share and it's what these people needed to hear but it's nice when you like these the, the cash is great don't get me wrong but it's also nice to to hear people like when I actually had somebody comment on Facebook, do a Facebook post on, it, I was like, oh, wow, that was so nice. Cause it wasn't, I didn't ask for it, so, but it was nice. It's like that, that moment of, of that aha moment going, yeah, yeah
0: somebody, you know, somebody got it. Yeah. yeah definitely. <clears throat> now also, um, now you, in the opening video, you know, and I said that, you know, about the guides, you, you're you talking about the guides are around us and and angels are around us all the time um now what about like because you are in the fox then and the fox Mm. is my spirit animal the fox definitely is what guides guards that line the the realm between us and that veil you know it's like so the, the fox is there you know and it's very sly and it's very intuitive and it's very you know like knows who to let through you know what i mean too and and when your time is right to to go through there But now what what about the animal guides have you had experiences with anything along those lines
3: the only um i mean i i identified uh my two favorite animals uh that i identify with are the eagle and the uh, bengal tiger but the only one that i write about uh in my book is the uh, the dove because the dove is a uh, symbolic of uh eternal peace eternal love and uh, all that that implies uh, so uh but i haven't had a lot of experiences with uh, Animals in the truest sense of the word. Uh, like I, some of my friends are animal intuitives, and that's all they do is they deal with uh, folks are uh, pets, or they go to zoos and they work, you know, with uh, uh, animals that are having a hard time. Uh, my my gifts seem to be more centered on uh, what I'm doing with people's lives.
0: Yeah, yeah, and the future of humanity. yeah, yeah. which is really kind of interesting. Um, we got all right. We got a little bit more time before we have to take our break. So if anybody has any questions, um, feel free throw throw it in the the chat room. We'll be happy to um, ask Anthony your question. Um, so yeah, like what I was saying about that that difference in the realm there. I have a picture on here. I want to show you. <laughs> I know I do this a lot, Mama. I'm sorry, but this <laughs> thing here. All right, did you see this thing here? I did a guided meditation to find out who we were actually supposed to be finding out who your spirit guides are. Well, it led you into a cave. You're supposed to sit in the cave and wait for someone to come in. But I just saw a little peg of light. And of course I started digging at it and it crumbles and opens up to a field In the field, there were a bunch of foxes and way off in the distance, there was like this big altar and this, that thing was standing facing away from me, long robes, long hair, real straight hair. And it just like, and I'm just sitting here watching it. Like I knew I shouldn't go near it. There's no way I should be there. Right. So I'm just sitting back with the foxes, which was like really crazy because they're like in the tall grass and they're just going back and forth and back and forth, you know, and I'm behind it. So I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching it. And then I turned and it was that, you know, and it was this like a, like a almost like a lion human face like thing you know but very powerful very um like high you know what i and it didn't sp- it looked very
3: benevolent to me
0: uh, it just it, you know it had a, there was a big book that it was looking at too you know and then it just looked at me and then it just turned back and continuing what I was doing, and I just kind of crept back into my cave, you know, I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to see this. But I'll <laughs> never forget it. I will never, ever, ever forget it. You know, it's like, it's like, almost like I'm looking at you is how clear that I saw this thing, you know? And, I, you know, I, I was just, what are your thoughts?
3: Well, I think that that was a guide, no doubt about it. And I, and I believe that uh, you, uh, saw a benevolent manifestation, I don't, I think what you drew there, uh, is probably, uh, the best you could do from memory. But I, when, when you were talking about that, I was seeing a being of great light uh, that existed at that particular point. And the look on, on the face that you show there, uh, it, it is, it doesn't look like a lion to me, but, uh, it actually looks a little, like, hippie-ish, too, as far as, like, uh, you know, the uh, the the uh, sort of peace and love kind of thing as well. Yeah. So I, I mean, it I, was I
0: really, yeah, it was just so, it was so very calm, so very peaceful, you know. Um, but I, I just, like, it was something just so extraordinary. Like, but I just really felt like it was too soon for me to be seeing him. You know what I mean? Like, I, I knew it. I just knew it, and I knew- Yeah, I
3: think that's why he turned, I think that's why he looked at the book and turned away. Yeah.
0: Because
3: yeah, I think like that he was, it, wasn't, it wasn't- again. Yeah, it wasn't time for you to know what was in the book here.
0: Yeah, I know, I do want to know what's in the book though. <laughs> you hadn't met
1: Mama
3: I think, and I think you wanted to, to know what's in the book, but there just wasn't time for you to know it.
0: Exactly, exactly, <laughs> and I respect it. You know, I have, I have utmost respect for the the whole field, the whole, all the realms, All you know, the the hierarchy of the angels, I have utmost respect for it all, you know, and I, and I'm not, you know, who am I to step on anybody's toes, you know, so when it is my time, like you going through your journeys, like you said, you go through one thing, you 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 master that, then you go to your next phase, and your next phase, and your next phase. So I think I would, I I was skipping ahead and I was jumping a phase that I shouldn't have jumped yet, you know, and I'm sure that. I will, you know, find out what it is, but I always get, you know, I always want to ask people, especially people like you, that have been in these different realms, um, or I don't know what a, a better word for them are.
3: Um, I recall, I recall that being, uh, for lack of a better term, I don't know that that, that this would be its actual name, but I would recall that being like a gatekeeper.
0: Oh, yeah yeah because that's how that's how it felt like the foxes were we' like a gatekeeper oh let's see <laughs> Yeah, that's yes jay Jay jay's a funny guy he has a he has a podcast too with, with three wild and crazy guys he's, he's got quite <laughs> a few
1: podcasts but the one you really need to listen yeah. to with a great sense of humor is the the triple j threat stirring the yeah. plot.
0: Stir in the pot. Yep, and and uh yes, yeah. so he says I can't imagine meeting my spirit guides. They're probably mad at me as my uh, as my guardian angels. Why? Because
1: <laughs> because this is Jay we're talking about. His guardian angels are going. Oh my God! Why did you give him
0: to me? I need a drink. Well, just just says. Alright, what what would he recommend for meeting your spirit guide? So how how is the best way to meet your spirit guides?
3: Well, by spirit guide, are you talking about animal guides or are you talking about higher self?
0: I would just, I would probably say a higher self, You're your, your guides who, you know, who's behind.
3: Yeah, you. The, best, the best way to do that is to uh, go within. I, I, again, not, not, I covered that extensively in, in the third chapter of my book. But the best way uh, uh, to go in, to uh, meeting your higher self is to meet yourself first, is to travel within uh, through meditation or through whatever force of focus, uh, whether it be music or whatever, and come to that point to where, okay, let let me back up a second. Uh, I believe it was uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, a 12th century mystic, uh, who his followers came to him one day and said to him, uh master please tell us where enlightenment is we wish to go there we want to have this enlightenment for ourselves and he smiled at them and he simply said what you're looking for is what is looking and it's that point within us that we're that, that we're uh, uh, trying to uh, get when you get to the point in within you when you are looking out of eyes that are inner directed and a heart that is pouring forth love you will have your guide experience at that particular point. Uh, In fact, that's very much, uh, those are very much component parts of that, when that happens. Uh, I've had that experience many, many, many times, but the first one was so powerful. I couldn't sleep for three days.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it it does. It gets very profound. Like, and then you got to sit there and try and justify what happened. So it's like your rational mind tries to start taking over.
3: I I I left my rational mind uh, behind long ago. <laughs> Why do
1: you think he's on this show? He left his rational mind. Oh.
3: I don't trust my rational mind for anything. Well, maybe may, maybe to go to the store or whatever, but uh, not nothing in this field.
0: <laughs> I know it's 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 like you know we need a big giant thinking tank. You know what I mean? And everybody can just get together and just you know put all the things. That is what's called. That's
1: what's called angel meadows.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that was her show. She Mm -hmm. had a show too, um, that she just actually just stopped doing recently. Actually, I think I'll be doing
1: it. I keep getting I keep getting messed emails, so mm, I think I'll be doing it back in November,
0: December. There you go. Because you know, she has conversations with friends in Angel Meadows, and um, and yeah, I I love that show. I love her show. I love her, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's
1: that's what my 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 gonna go off on the tangent here that's what my dream is that's what is a place that everybody can come together and share and talk for those that can pay and those that can't just like the way i do my readings if you can't afford it and you need a reading or you need something to learn this is the place it's got to be you got to you know and that's what angel meadows is it's just the way
2: so okay.
0: that's beautiful
3: i love that
2: thank you
0: yeah, she wants to have a center. You know, there's, there just, are metaphysical centers around that people can go to, and you go on retreats wow. and you do these things. Um, oh, see, sorry, Jay. Jay
1: does. Jay does um, redneck readings. He does. He <laughs> he he makes fun, but the thing is, his readings and and are always spot on. And well, even though he thinks it's like it's just do you know, I'm just Jay. I'm just gonna mess around. Jay doesn't mess around because you you do it. You hit him spot on, and I love and I can't wait for next redneck. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: yeah, they have some crazy cards. What are those? Yeah, those uh, oh messed up unicorn cards or something or other. It's, oh, you mean bombs? the F cards? The F bombs. <laughs> yeah, F bomb cards. Oh yeah, God. I want to get those. But for even jam- those, so bad. But even those have have some some. Uh, Meaning. It's
1: just some people have different ways of saying things and doing things. It's like when when Anthony said that he wrote the book and he does his readings so that people can understand. Some people have a different way of expressing themselves, and also there's different ways in readings for cards. Like you and I could look at the same card and see two different things.
2: Absolutely. Or you
1: have, or you see the same card for two different people, but it's two different meanings. And and it's like people see the death card. In a tarot card and they think, Oh my god, I'm going to, something's gonna be dead, somebody's gonna die. It's not it's not an actual physical death of a person, but it could be a physical death of something that you you've you know been trying to do and trying to do and you wanna keep well, doing this, it, but it's a time business,
2: a yeah, it's
1: just yeah. time for you to put that one to bed and move on to the next one. In that sense it's it's a form of death, but it's not an actual, you know, some yeah, person is going of to death die.
0: Is not, yeah.
2: yeah.
3: I look at the death card like it has two sides. It has the death on one side, and if you flip it over, it has a newborn baby. Because uh, I think that's what it means. I think that it's just a transition. You're going from one state to a new state.
0: Yeah, yeah. You shut the door, and you, you know, and you're walking through. So. But
3: it, it. it I mean, unless you're asking that question. The death card could simply mean an end uh, to a relationship or a transformation or a new beginning. I mean, it really depends on in what context you're looking at it, to be honest yeah. with
0: you. Yeah, yeah, and where it falls in, whatever type of spread exactly. you're doing, you know what I mean? Is it the past? Is it the present? Is it your future? What's you know you know, where is it? Did it fall out of the deck during a conversation? Exactly. You know I mean, so yeah, it all it's all relative and you know, no, no two that's that's why no two readings are the same you can get mm-hmm. the same card for you know three people and it means something different each time um we are at our mid point yeah. so I'm gonna play a couple ads guys hang with us all right we got another whole hour we're gonna be talking with anthony and um we're gonna pick his brain some more and we'll be back in about five minutes a couple ads we're gonna play Fox 10 is now proudly sponsored by Vortex Ghost Gear, one of the leading fabricators of paranormal equipment. Bob Christopher is the founder and creator of Vortex Ghost Gear. He has decades of investigating, starting with his team at NEPA and as lead in the popular local TV show Ghost Detectives, he has experience of how spirits could be seen or heard. Using this knowledge, he has manufactured equipment for specific scenarios of spirit manifestation and communication. He is the only manufacturer of the popular lifelike trigger prop cats and dogs. Using proximity meters wired to lights and sound, these prove to be highly effective communication devices in the field of study. The HTO, another Vortex exclusive, allowing specific items to be the highlight or trigger of your investigation. For example, place the item on a metal tray or attach directly to any metal objects such as keys or glasses that continue to go missing or moved. Ask the spirit to touch the item. The HTO will light. It has a sound option as well. This device was used in Travel Channel's Ghost Nation with great results. The dome, a static detector, can be the most useful device in your gear bag. This is to back up the theory that the spirits manifest using static electricity. Using several, you can track a spirit, for example, walking down a hallway, setting off each as it passes. The geophone detects vibrations. This is another way to track movement. If a claim is footsteps in the hallway or stairwell, set the sensitivity and place the device in that area. Its band of lights will show a range of vibrations from the slightest tapping, lighting only a few lights, to the loudest thumping, lighting the entire range. The Easy Scan Ghost Boxes are very popular due to the ease of use. They are custom decorated to the individual or team using them. Bob programs and uses an Arduino-based computer scanning FM waves to potentially communicate with the spirit realm in real time. Every box is unique and all custom hand decorated by Gina Bankston. The V-Pod has a special place for those who love the idea of REM pods. Use this sleeker, smaller, easier to transport device. It is a must-have in your gear bag. Take your investigating to the next level with many of Vortex Ghost Gear's unique and custom creations by Bob Christopher. Visit www.vortexghostgear.com to view all the products and get your equipment today. You can also investigate with Bob and Gina with Ghostly Excursions, taking people to some of the most haunted locations in the USA. Visit www.ghostlyexcursions.com and join us on our next adventure. Most of you may know Chris Lee from being a frequent guest on the Foxton. Chris Lee is a Canadian clinical hypnotherapist specializing in his system of past life therapy, which eliminates people's persistent aches, pains, fears, and phobias, and debilitating emotions without prescriptions, medicine, unnecessary operations nor ongoing therapy. Many of you already have his hard copy books from his Life in the Past Lane series, and some of you also know that if the books were not readily available, Chris has been very accommodating in sending those books personally. The books include Life in the Past Lane, Fears and Phobias, Aches and Pains, Crimes Against Humanity, with two more in the works, Book 5, History, Fact or Fiction, will be available soon. These are fascinating client true stories and testimonials confirming his system works. He can also teach you how to do a system as well. Currently, Chris is away for a prolonged period of time and is not able to send the hard copy books. But there is a silver lining. He has now made his books available as digital ebooks. To place your order, you can email Chris at book at pastliferap.com or visit the site www.pastliferap.com. While there, hit the shop button where you can see all the books and their descriptions. You will find the currently unavailable hard copy books priced at $15 plus shipping. You will also find the newly added ebooks, which are available for only $7.50 with obviously no shipping. The quickest way to start reading this amazing series. Payment is by bank e-transfer or PayPal. Go to ww.pastliferap.com or email Chris at book at pastlifer.com to get your ebooks. Mama D had to step out for a quick <laughs> second. She will be back. She will be back. Now, we are talking with Anthony Teresi. We are talking about this book, Rippling Waves, and his life in general as metaphysical, psychic, seer, intuit, uh, master astrologer, you name it. He's it. <laughs> He's studied it. He's done it. He's been there. Been there, done that. Um, hi everybody. Oh, look at it. you just had a book sale. That's thank you. Awesome.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: That's awesome. And Keith, we love you too. Thank you for for joining in. Um now again. All right, so let's let's back this up. Now, this is your journey through many different Places, areas, realms, um, it's its quite colorful and pretty amazing. So to give an example to what people are going to be reading and then tell me what's your favorite place.
3: Okay. Well, an example of what they're going to be reading uh, is a journey or an excursion through uh, higher realities uh, that lead from the basic, most uh, transformational state of just learning who we are and and coming to that place in our heart of love. Once we get there, uh, we cannot help, but want to share that with everyone. Uh, When you reach that state of love, you say to yourself, everyone has to know about this. Uh, And then that, of course, uh, moves you into your journey. Uh, uh, Some of the things that uh, I've written about, uh, I've already talked about the the transcendent uh, city of Tresara, uh, but uh, cosmology and uh, the quantum level of uh, of reality is something that has been uh, highly uh publicized these days and the the third chapter deals much with the cosmology uh, and how the universe comes into existence and the actual uh breakdown of uh, uh what has been again a lifetime of study in these areas and i found that starting out there were so many different uh theories about how reality is constructed and But as time went on, I realized that slowly but surely, they began to melt into really one idea. Um, And uh, this uh, is, uh, I'll go through this uh, uh, directly in the uh, uh, the third chapter. The fourth chapter uh, deals with divine uh, experience. And it tells the story of uh, a two sided coin, really tells the story of uh, myself um, uh, making a giant mistake along my, my way uh, and falling into a deep, dark de- uh, depression. Um, and then what it took to climb out of that and get back into, uh, not even back into, but rise above the place that i was in before. And um, along the way, I used metaphors to to explain what I experienced that simply, I just could not find any other words to explain it because often it was just uh, an experience of light that is just completely beyond words. So I use metaphors uh, to do that. In the fifth chapter, you're going to uh, read about, uh, again, the not not so thinly veiled uh, disguise of our own world uh, uh emerging out of darkness chaos and uh dissension into a unified uh, global community and uh, uh what happens and how humanity evolves forward to the point to where they uh, uh become a one planet one people and then of course at that particular point the entire cosmic community opens up the uh, arrival occurs, we are uh, introduced into our cosmic neighborhood, and, and we become part of the of the local system that we are in. So we travel quite a way from the beginning to the end.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, again, I got to tell people I haven't actually made it to the end yet. I, I really desperately um, tried to get the, I always try to, I you guys know me. I always have the book read before the show, and um, and I just have been so sick, and uh, and I haven't really been able to focus. Plus, the the book did send me on on quite the little journey. It, it truly did, and I would just find myself drifting. So I will finish this probably tomorrow morning, and um, so it's really, oh yeah, it's really it's really interesting, really interesting. Because I mean, your your journey is not—it's unlike others, but not unlike others.
3: Exactly. You know? uh, it's it's actually the reflection of of many different types of uh, uh, disciplines and teachings. But I didn't want to write it in that regard. I didn't want to write it as a lecture. Or yeah, I didn't need, yeah. Didn't no, want to write it as a, a
0: how-to. It's not a, yeah. You know, you know, you're not telling people what to do. You're not saying, oh, sit down and read this and write this and do this and do that. No, you're talking about your journey, what you see, who you're encountering. You know, who your guide is, who's taking you here. You know, uh, what the the colors. I can just, wow. I mean, it is like an acid trip. <laughs> mm-hmm. Colors oh, yeah, like,
3: without without the comedown.
0: <laughs> I, know. I know, minus the bad part. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: but uh, but yeah, I mean, and then the the the, the place. How do you cut? How, how do you say it? Tresarian? Tres, Tres, Tresara. Tresara. All right, the Tresarians. All right, now they can manifest as whatever, whatever they want to be at that time. And then you said they. What I thought, I thought was kind of fascinating was there was a big music compilation going on, you know, and, and it was like an orchestra without an orchestra. So there was, you know, like all the sounds and everything. And then all of a sudden that one being, who, who I guess this was all emanating from, disappeared. So it's like, okay, so they finished that step and they're on to their next. And you witnessed this. Correct. That's pretty profound.
3: Well, it, um, it, it, it was. Uh, and at the time, I didn't quite understand why they were disappearing. It wasn't until later that I got further down the road that I was able to look back and actually see where some of them had transferred to. And I realized that it was a It was the ultimate initiation. They disappeared from that realm because they had been translated, if you will, uh, into the next level uh, from that standpoint. Of course, there's never any end. I mean, the the universe is infinite. You can go on forever and ever. But in in the moment when I first realized I had that experience, I was like, oh, my God, what happened? Are they they gone or what, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, right? I know. Where would they go?
3: Exactly. Are you <laughs> oh, You
1: have
0: to you,
3: I know, good. I'm back. Okay, okay. no, not
1: only did I do, but I knocked myself out of the room, and then I Hello. Hope um, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: everything's sorry, okay. Pat, uh, um, yeah,
0: yeah. So. Yeah, so the, um. yeah, I would have, I would have been, asking uh, five hundred thousand questions because you know that's what i do <laughs> like where did they go what is it what's going on you know what happened to this person or this well
3: woman? again uh, often in these uh experiences i mean you're there uh almost as a, almost as a at as 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 an invitation and uh yeah. you're being shown these things you're being allowed to take them in and make your own interpretations. Nothing is ever forced on you. Uh, but by the same token, not everything is answered either. Uh, you, uh, much yeah. like your own experience, right. you know, you can handle. You know, yeah, timing, so,
0: timing, yeah. timing, yeah.
3: But, you know, that, that example that you uh, uh, led around uh, um, quarter a moment ago uh, does uh, lend itself to the uh, uh, multi dimensional uh, experiences that some people have right in its own realm, the synesthes that I was talking about earlier, uh, experience many of these things uh, simultaneously. It's interesting to note that uh, <laughs> uh, if you look up synesthesia, it's uh, defined as a neurological disorder. Uh, so, uh, but it's simply the ability to hear color to taste sound, uh, you know, to be able to Put all these things overlapping them and uh, i've been experiencing that for years and i guarantee you i'm not neurologically disordered <laughs> that's
0: a, I, that, just, that just caught me funny but <laughs> that's you that's, you, that's moment <laughs> oh vicky said um i i had it as a child
3: yeah yeah uh, I bet you'd still have it I if it was not uh, yeah made yeah. you didn't feel bad
0: right right, right, you know, but it that is um fascinating, but I mean, like there's a lot of studies into this kind of um the the different realms and everything, especially with sound because sound is easier to actually quantify (laughs) you can actually you know you can you can play a vibration and put salt on the thing and it makes patterns and you know so there's like there's a lot to sound so you know and again with with light with you know the speed that light and sound travel and there's just so much that's involved in it and if you put yourself your body into that and you try to get to those different vibrations like every every sound Makes you feel something different and it puts you in a different frame of mind, state, body, you know. So that's why a lot of people, that's why I was asking you if you played music when you were meditating, you know. But some people like the beat of a drum and some people like the sound of the flute and some people like, you know, the sound of nature. You're muted, yeah. Mom, still. So, you know. Well, I, I, um, I, can't, I can
3: tell you, I can tell you for sure that that is the direct, the direction that we're going in uh the study of sound uh in the new age world is uh uh that's great uh wow. uh called cymatics and like, like you said you, you normally see the demonstrations where they put salt on a plate and they vibrate it and they, but what you, what you don't see is that is only a two-dimensional representation of that sound wave that sound wave is like, it's you way know, high. yeah, it's, it's like yeah. It, it, it keeps going. So I wish uh, the technology existed. Maybe it does. I don't know to show those exper- uh, uh, experiments in the real time way they look. I mean, it's, it's it's one of the most beautiful things you'll ever see. And I don't also you can put
0: color to it. I mean, it's, it has
3: color to it already. I mean, and basically yeah. every every sound wave. Uh, is a manifestation of consciousness, and consequently, it, it has all the vibrations that go with that. Uh, that's, you
1: know. pretty, that's pretty There's, amazing stuff. You know, the, you're talking about this. There's a young woman on TikTok. Yeah. Yes, I'm there. Um, <laughs> she for for she does a, a thing where she does readings. You say your name, or or have a little blurb of her of your your voice, because you're doing little little blurbs on TikTok. I've seen that, she, yeah. She can tell you, by she tells you what it's like by songs, what songs she hears when your voice plays, or what type of music she hears. I was like, hmm, you want to check out mine. <laughs> she hasn't mm. so far, but that's an interesting thing, I think. Like, mm. like for me, people see auras. Like That's an amazing thing. You, you yeah. see colors when you hear sounds and music. You know, I think Vicky, I'm like, okay, what does the color pink smell I know what like?
0: is the yeah, what does it's the like, color pink to, smell to, to
1: like? me it's bizarre because to me, pink, that light girly pink, would to me would think I would think pop um
0: cotton candy. candy. Yeah. I, I was thinking more like floral, like roses and floral yeah. Pink. But it's it's
1: again it's everybody it made. Oh, it sick. Made oh okay. Not good.
0: Oh wow. So you didn't wear pink as a child then I take it? (laughs) Yeah. That's um that's that's pretty um that's pretty intense. But I mean I don't think I don't think everybody should or does have the same gifts, you know, um for all these different things, you know, like smelling colors and seeing sounds and things like that, you know. Um again, I think everybody has a gift. In order to benefit the whole, yeah, you know? and that's what we need to do is to to collect the people with all the different gifts to benefit the whole and actually listen to the people.
3: <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, wow, what a concept! Uh,
0: yeah, right? <laughs> and uh, and and this is like mm-hmm. a, this is a good kickoff um, for a lot of people for uh, for people that are actually on a journey or, or in the field. And what about the people though that aren't? I mean. Is this going to kick them into play, <laughs> so to say?
3: I think so. Uh, uh, as you said, the people that are on the journey or on a journey will...
2: Uh, oh, wow. Okay.
3: Will readily be able to identify with this. And uh, I'm I'm looking really to affect two different uh, markets, if you will, for lack of a better term. One is the uh, market of artists, scientists, musicians, uh, painters, dancers, uh, again, uh, to, to re, uh, reconfirm what I said earlier, looking for a renaissance to show the way uh, for all of us like uh, Da Vinci did or like uh, Michelangelo did, people like that, A. B, I'm also looking for uh, uh, people who have lost touch with their religion. They no longer feel that their religion is able to, to afford them enlightenment, but they haven't quite found their way yet to a, a place where they can start uh, jumping off on their own and getting to the point where they can see a new reality. And I think there's a lot of people like that in this age, yeah. especially with the chaotic stuff that's going on. So those are the two focus points uh, that, that I have. But uh like you, uh, I agree also that, uh, you know, uh, each of us has our own abilities. I, I think it's almost like uh, we, we all have our access remote. Uh, you have your ability, uh, but I think that we all have the same ability. We all have innately the ability to to do everything. But you have the, the methods that you've learned. Mama has the methods that she's learned. I've, yeah. I've had my, mine. But if you put that all together that is an most that's the most powerful force that Mm -hmm. can transform everything that's going on right now
0: absolutely bring all these people together and that's why i love doing shows like this you know bringing these people together this show going out you know whether people are going to be watching or just listening to any of our anchor venues because it goes out to a million places starting tomorrow you know um if you're just listening then go and watch watch on youtube watch you know and see the the Places, you know also yeah. and and put that together, but I love pulling people together from all over the place Look at, I mean I'm in Pennsylvania yeah. you're in Canada you're out in California and you know who knows who's watching where they are You know um, or, or listening, you know where they're from and that's pulling people together you know? Yeah, and and in a, a book like this one this can get people out of here and, and go to that next step, you know, like maybe they're thinking they're crazy. Maybe they're thinking that, you know, I'm, oh, my God, this happened to me. It's, maybe it's a dream. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that, you know. Well, you know, maybe you are visiting someplace else. Maybe you are walking through that thing. Maybe your guides are taking you there. And, you know, this is a like a confirmation, affirmation of, Yes, you are. You know, you are really going there. Like the people that deny their guides, you know. Yeah. You have those intuitive thoughts and those things, you know. Don't leave the house yet. You lose your keys, you know. You got to wait five minutes to avoid that accident. You know what I mean? The, all these signs all yeah. come to play, you know, if you listen. Yeah. But because everybody's looking for a
1: big, a big ta like giant fireworks to go off. Yeah. But when they forget that things start in little way in tiny ways. So as simple as it is for me, I work with butterflies. So you see a butterfly, whether the colored ones or the white ones, they used to say, Oh, when you found a penny, that's something most places don't have pennies anymore. We don't but finding a coin can be a sign, but somebody just eh, it's ten, you know, it's ten cents, put it in my pocket, I'm done. But what did you didn't realize is that dime is face up and you were just thinking about your mother.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dimes, nickels, pennies, quarters—all exactly. they all mean so, different things. Feather, yeah. all the colors. The again, time. it's a
1: matter of interpretation.
0: Yeah, but what it's all. For.
1: Yeah, but it's all positive,
2: yeah.
1: and those of us, like you say, you want to get everything together because all the positive energy that we've got going on. As much as people dislike COVID, you have to admit the things that you were able to do, the different paths you were able to take, the different steps you were able to take during this time have been.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know what it's just reminded 100%. me a I I shiny ball Come go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it comes. Yeah. When, I, when I first got this house right Bob and I used to sit there and we'd be like, are you dragging leaves into the house? you know because it was always we'd find leaves, you know and we moved in the winter. There's no leaves. Oh, nice. But we, you know, there were leaves in the in the, the dining room all the time. There'd be, you know, leaves somewhere. It's like we kept finding leaves and couldn't figure out what the heck was going on. And all different kinds of leaves, green leaves, brown leaves, what, you know, whatever. Mm. Even my fake flower leaves. There'd be just leaves. And I'm wow. like, what is going on? Well, then come to find out that the woman, one of the beyond residents here, <laughs> um, she loved her gardens outside. You know, and like her favorite room is my sunroom downstairs, and all her flowers outside a door where I moved them, where she got upset, but I moved them. But I, you know, they had to be her, you know, just probably, you know, saying, Hey, you know,
1: hello, I'm here. Please pay um, attention to my garden.
0: Yeah, my flowers. You know? so I- hours <laughs> you know? and uh, so so it's like what what is it that you know what, what is it that you're seeing what is it that you're paying attention to if you don't know write it down if something's out of the normal you know write it down maybe yeah. something will make sense later on you know or that you I bring up I, a conversation
3: you I know? think one of the best uh simple examples of that is how many times have you went to make a decision on something and you knew the answer, but mm-hmm. then you thought, nah, that's, a, yeah. that's not, that can't yeah. it. And yeah. then sure enough, later on, you you knew the answer. If yeah. you I stop see. for a second, that little that little voice that was right there to begin with, okay, yeah. if you can start tuning into that, that's a sign. Like you were saying, small signs that come into yeah. the yeah. future. That's, that's one that is really valid because that little voice is never wrong.
0: Yeah, right. You're right, and those direct now. lines yeah. from your from path, direct <laughs> exactly. lines. Um, well, let's talk. Let's talk about the the angels and the the. Um, what are your what do what is your belief in the angel realm hierarchy? You know, are you like into the archangels? Do you think that the you know, or or are there other like earth angels or angels just in general?
3: I think the hierarchy of angels is uh, beyond count. I think that uh, everything that I've been able to see represents great. I really, truly feel that they're on their own separate uh, evolution happening sort of simultaneously with us. Uh, But uh, I've, I've seen angelic presence around the planet. I've seen angelic presence in space. I've seen it at the highest levels that I've been able to travel in either case. And i got to tell you something, I don't know how certain people may take this, but I have had the opportunity to have had interactions with uh, angelic presence many, many times, and I have never yet, not once, ever met or had been an angelic experience where I met an angel that had wings. Angels do not have wings. Angels are beings of light, and I think the reason that they are portrayed as light as as wings is because early on artists had no other way to make to make it make sense. Like they're yeah. floating. How are they floating? Hi. So I just wanted to make that point.
0: Yeah, in the the halos. In the
3: halos, It could be. Go ahead. I was going to say, usually what I've seen is a face with a uh, halo around it, and uh, it would represent uh, somewhat of a masculine or feminine uh, 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 presence, if you will, because I feel that uh, that is uh, going on. But I've never seen any clothing or anything other than this entire raiment of light. Uh, and this presence that is just like, I mean, beautiful is too mundane a word uh, yeah. to even use uh, from that standpoint. Yeah,
1: totally. I'm gonna comment on your point with the wings. I think, this, again, in my opinion, is that when they started painting angels and they painted with wings, it was because like you said, they're just surrounded by light. There was no way to paint or draw light. So they drew wings. Yeah, so I think and that those, was their the, way of.
3: The, the little spike things that came out of the uh, the head, you know, like yeah, of yeah, the yeah. paintings. Uh, yeah. You you yeah. know what those are? I mean, those are just yeah. like lightning the beams. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah for uh, sure. I mean, now you have you have the painter of light. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, have, no, now we, now yeah. We can, yeah, we yeah. can we can paint light now. We really can, but um, yeah. But back then, you really you really didn't. Play. No, they didn't know how. It, Yeah, I mean, it was the renaissance and it was, you know, how things Mm -hmm. were portrayed. But what's interesting is before traveling, before people were going from continent to continent, boats, whatever, people were painting in various um, ethnicities and everything else, the same deities, Mm -hmm. the same way, you know, and and that's all, that's, you know, so where does that come from? Hmm. Is it your guides telling you, "Hey, this is what's out there"? You know what I mean. Yeah. So, but those, but from, those think, ancient deities did not have wings. They had the halos, no. but they did not have mm-hmm. wings.
3: Yeah, and I again, I, I I think it's like Mama said. I think that uh, you know, uh, often artists would not necessarily have the experience themselves, but they would be talking to people who could only explain it. Uh, uh, sort of in a mundane way and then they in order to give it that celestial presence would add these wings but uh like i said before i've i i'm not saying that they don't exist i'm just saying that i've had uh,
0: no experience
3: yeah no experience with that whatsoever it's always been light
0: yeah yeah well the first psychic that i uh, that i went to that blew my mind said that when i first walked into the room i said oh my god there were like these two huge bright lights with me, you know, and an entourage, which was my husband, my late husband, and his
1: Brummies. people,
0: <laughs> you know. But he said, Oh my God, I've not seen two such bright lights mm-hmm. before. You know, he's like, He goes, it's almost like just blinding to him, you know. And I had no clue, you know. I mean, I don't see him. I didn't see him, you know. But I know for a fact. So many things in my life have happened that it's a miracle I'm still alive. <laughs> you know, So maybe divine intervention, I don't know, I don't know. The, for a reason, most likely.
3: Most likely. Most definitely. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know? Maybe it was to bring Anthony Teresi to the world.
1: <laughs> bring him to our To
0: our hours. <laughs> yes.
3: Well, again, I, I think it goes, in that regard, just to digress, I think it goes back to your uh, example about <clears throat> about the being with the book. Uh, it's, it's No matter what your experiences have been, you're here because your time has not come yet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: But yeah. But she's getting there. Yeah, but she's getting there. She's you, you, going to see a lot of things. A lot of new Do things I- for Gina this year.
0: So I asked you before, though, like uh, when talking about your journeys and the the places that you've been, did you tell me what your favorite place was?
3: No, because I don't know. I don't know that I have a favorite place. I I think if I had if I had to point to one spot, it's a place near the end of the third chapter uh, where we've expanded uh, from from cosmic consciousness through onto the edge of the universe of universes. And there we encounter a being that I call in the book, because I I never got a name when I uh, experienced this. And I only experienced it a few times. This is a very unique experience. But I experienced a being that I call uh, the daughter of love right out from the universal mother's heart. Uh, And this was one of the most extraordinary experiences I've ever had. And uh, I make the point in the book that at that time, I was looking to expand as far into the known universe as possible, the known dimensions as possible. And in the most loving and beautiful way, I was told, while that is an intriguing uh, uh, endeavor. It's not going to get you where you want to go. Okay. where you, what you want to do is you want to endeavor to experience universal source love. That is the highest experience that you will have. And so I was redirected at that point uh to
2: <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: get off this path. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wrong, oh, yeah. N- nice love, <laughs> but wrong idea. Let's
1: turn to the next <laughs> corner, please. <laughs>
3: Yeah, so the it was a, door um, let you out this way. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a beautiful moment. I, I I really truly it really helped dramatically. Yeah when, you, too.
0: yeah, when you say we, right? Who's on this journey with you?
3: Well, it's it's I'm using the term we because I did not want to write I. I did not want it to be a memoir. So when I'm using the term we, I'm using the collective we, or the the we who would uh, who would be me and the reader. Uh, and whoever else is reading it from that standpoint. Because I wanted it to be about sharing. I wanted it to be about, okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we can do. This is possible for all of everybody. Us, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like that. I, I got that, but I just wanted to get yeah. that out there. You know, and I and I do um I do appre- I I appreciate the way that you wrote it you know you, I, think, I think people will find it extremely interesting and especially again if you are on this journey or not you know um or just interested in it because this is it, it's quite the trip it's it's quite the trip through so many different areas and you do write it uh In quick little segments, you know, again, not taxing anybody's brain. You're not looking up, you know, a word every other, you know, two sentences, and you know, you're not browbeating anybody. You're not making them do anything. You're just taking them on a journey, you know, and and it's one that you traveled. So it's it's really cool. It's it is really cool.
3: Well, I wrote I wrote it with that in mind. Uh, that's a good observation on your part, if I may add. <laughs> I wrote it I wrote it so that as you read it, in order to comprehend what you're reading, even in the slightest sense, your 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 comprehension and your awareness needs to slightly rise so you can take each level in. And lo and behold, guess what happens by the time you're through?
0: Yeah you're, yeah, you're walking exactly. through that door. And again, you can't unsee something, you can't unlearn something, yeah. you can't unknow something. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. And, um, and then welcome to your new life, you know? Huh? And then welcome to your new life.
3: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, in, in chapter four, I also tackle uh, questions like that are really profound, like, who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? And these are all divine uh, revelations that occur uh, during the course of the fourth chapter, which is divine awareness. And uh, uh, I, uh, to answer your question, that was one of my, that, that wasn't a, a being that I met, but that was a, a metaphor device that I used called the flute, the life of the flute.
0: Right, I was gonna ask. You. Yeah,
3: yeah, so, uh, and uh, again, that closely mirrors our own uh, journey into the light, our own journey to mastery, our own journey beyond the things that hold us back from experiencing the true breath of life that's coming through us. Uh, And so those are my favorite places.
0: Awesome, yeah, and that was a little bit longer too. The the about the flute. I mean, yeah. that, that took a few more a few more pages than the, than <laughs> the other ones. I was like, hmm. just a few. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was very interesting. It was very interesting. Um, and again, if you want to know what we're talking about, <laughs> <laughs> this is where you can get the book. You can, all right? It is on Amazon you can go to Anthony's website, which is www.anthonyteresi.com and T E R E S I. T-E-R-E-S-I.com. All right, now tell us about this though, the The music you can see forever, and they can get it at com backslash music.
3: Right, um, uh, this what- is a uh, collection of uh, tone poems that I wrote uh, when I was still in music, which was about, I was just finishing up my musical career about 20 years ago or so. uh, And I decided that I would, uh, I had written these uh, series of tone poems, which were like these little vignette type stories, four or five pages long, sometimes only four or five paragraphs. And uh, I got inspired, I got inspired to create music that reflected in sound, what the story was was telling uh, from that standpoint. So the uh, album is called You Can See Forever. Uh, It's on my site, it's free. Uh, You just need to drop down uh, the menu and you can play and you can read the tone poem, you can listen to the music, and if you meditate on the music while you're reading the tone poem, the two things will come together.
0: Awesome. That's pretty profound too. You know, everything about you is just so, <laughs> it's like, it's complicated, but it's not, you know, um, I, I I, would love to have seen the difference in you, like how you are right now. You're just so grounded. You're just so mm-hmm. totally grounded. And Mama, can you see any colors around him? Because it's like lavender to purple. No, I don't. Kind of, you no. Know? What does that mean if someone has like a lavender or purplish around them?
3: Lavender, and purple are uh, uh, emanations of, <clears throat> excuse me, of the crown chakra, which is uh, a thousand-petaled lotus, as it's called in the uh, in yoga, uh, and it's the uh, it's the uh, first color that emits from the uh, prism of white light, uh, ultraviolet uh, series, and it says it's the high, it's the it's the, uh, the highest rate.
0: Well, this is you. I would love <laughs> to see seen what, what it was from the beginning, you know, like the beginning of your, your journey, even as a child, you know, how how you were to, to this just... I've, all, I've
3: always had that same experience that you had uh, described a moment ago. Uh, whenever uh, I would meet people who were... You know themselves uh talented or gifted they would always tell me i see things around you or uh e- early in my life before i was even uh doing readings i was a, as i when i was a musician i would always go get readings and i would always hear the same thing and uh uh it was uh again i i didn't <laughs> i know i don't mean to sound blase about it i really don't but because of the way I was brought up, I didn't really think much of it. I mean, oh yeah, I got colors around me. Of course, everybody does something. Uh so uh, uh, in the, in your case, I'm I'm I would imagine after a certain degree of readings you must have gotten used to hearing that, right? Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> you do. You know, I mean well it depends on like the actually the person too, you know, who's who's yeah. doing it and who's who's saying it because again everyone has their different gifts. And uh and I don't normally see any kind of colours around anybody, but I can see this around you for some reason. I don't mm. know, but it is. But you're very grounded, you're very centered, you're very, you know, um genuine. You you know and and that's where this is this is coming from a genuine place of wanting to help people um along the journey and i know people if you get the book and read it you'll understand it, um, what that what that means but oh yeah oh my goodness I, did you realize that our time is almost up um wow it's it's crazy um
1: you're not okay. paying attention. When you have a good guest and you're not paying attention The time. I know, it's, it's like, like I, have, I, have, yeah.
0: I have questions, and it's like, I don't even look at these questions, but I just have
1: the conversation. I have a question. How did you come up with the title for the book? Now, maybe you discussed that when I was away, but.
3: Well, because uh, consciousness, of which everything is constructed, uh, is waves. Uh, consciousness expresses itself in waves. Waves, in fact, this has been shown uh, back in the days of uh, Egypt and uh, a- ancient civilizations, and more recently, again, quantum physics and field uh, dynamics show that the field is uh, composed of waves. Uh, the double slit experiment, experiment, I don't know if you ever heard of that, to where uh, that shows uh, that uh, energy is waves. So when you put it together with gravity, uh, that's what EMC... E equals mc squared is saying that uh, there's no uh, matter without energy, and there's no energy without gravity. So he put these things together, and again, I don't want to get too technical here, but he uh, put these together, and you realize that deity or consciousness that comes from the center of all things is emanated on waves of creation. Those waves find themselves. Uh, gravitating to form and then lo and behold the universe comes into existence
0: well this has been the series of debates Uh, for uh (laughs) (laughs) millennia how the the big bang came (laughs) about Sorry. I don't
3: I don't really know about the Big Bang, to be honest with you. I'm not quite so, so sure it was the beginning. I think that it may have been a Big Bang, but it might have just yeah. been like one of a lot whole, whole bunch of Big Bangs.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like a planet will blow up and then it will reform. And then it will, you know what I mean, it, it, with other things. Um, Interesting question. Yeah. Psychic work is, is so intuitive and personal. Do you think it's harder to come out of the psychic closet as a male and how were you received and do you have support
3: i don't think it's hard uh however i think like whether male or female i think the most important thing is for you to gain the confidence that what you are telling someone is a psychic interpretation or communication uh and the only way that you can really do that is as i mentioned earlier is to simply do the work and uh, uh, speak the truth. Uh, yeah. I've always I've always told my, my students, if you do a reading, let's say you're using cards. You do a reading and, for lack of a, a better term, the answer for your client is, the moon is made of green cheese. That's green your answer. <laughs> okay. So you, you have to have the courage to speak that answer because yeah. you don't know. You, you tell your client that answer, and then, oh, my God, oh, my God. How did you know that? So <laughs> to, answer, to answer the question, I don't think it has anything to do with male or female. I have a lot of women who come to me, for example, that they want to know a male's viewpoint on their relationship. So it's okay. It's not a gender. <laughs> True.
0: <thing.
3: laughs>
0: yeah, that is helpful. You know, it, it's good to get the both both perspectives mm-hmm. too. But you know, again, you you get the message that you get, and you. You know, whatever information you're getting, you you put
3: out there. I think it's hard sometimes to do that because, uh, as you mentioned earlier, sometimes the message is not what you really want to tell a person. But, uh, you know, your responsibility or my responsibility, I I think you probably agree, is that you have to tell that person what they need to know if for no other reason to prepare them for what's coming. Uh, So, you know, you, you tell them everything is filled with sweetness and light and then, their roof caves in, and they come back to you and go, you know, you ripped me off. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's just the ability to wait and how you word things. Correct. You no, know, it's like, it's like if you see, and I'm not saying it ever happens, but if somebody says, you know, I see death in your future, you know, or I'm gonna see, I'm seeing you dying. I mean, like, yeah, everybody's gonna die, but yeah, okay. that's we're not gonna make the way it splash, I'm not, right? well, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go. To, I'm going to leave this world. Dead and poor, I don't know. But, um, but it's like it's like I, I can't I sort of got lost there in the dead and poor. <laughs> Sorry,
0: it's <laughs> okay, Mama. said uh, this is great. Now I did want to bring this up earlier because you yeah. kind of touched on this a little bit. Does uh, she says Does he believe in karma?
3: I, I believe in karma. In terms of cause and effect. I I believe that uh, what your energy is expressing is what you're creating. So karma is cause and effect. I do not believe that if you led a terrible life in your last lifetime, you're destined to come back as a dog. Uh, or uh, Oh, yes. Like I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so, I, no, I I don't, it, I don't my dog would be great. I, I think that with every lifetime, there is forward motion. It, it may be that much, but with every lifetime, you will take the best, the most incredible essence of your lifetime, and mm-hmm. you will take that uh, into your next lifetime, and you will leave the negativity behind, because that's what you learn, and that's what you grew from.
0: Yeah. Mm. But you do believe in the, the the past lives and everything else. Like I know I, I'm an old soul, you know? absolutely,
3: and absolutely, and,
0: you know. But the, I think
3: past lives are just that. I mean, I think past lives are for us to look at and say, "Okay, I did this here, I did that there," uh, and uh, you know, I I, I get that, uh, and I maybe still am dealing with the uh, similar themes, but I'm not dealing with those themes in that lifetime. I'm dealing with a new iteration of them.
0: Right, right, yeah. Because a lot of people they, yeah. they just confuse karma and dharma. They they don't understand what it's all really truly about, you know, and uh, and they do. Dharma is like, way
3: more important than karma. I they,
0: <laughs> yeah, really, you know. But they but everyone focuses on karma and they do it in the wrong tense, the wrong thing. Like, oh, karma is going to get you, you know. It's, no, that's not what it is. Yeah. Not it so, yeah it's a it's a study you know if you go if you go look into the the um the religious part of it and and you know just go look it up all right study study then come back to me talk but yeah yeah you know we can have a show on karma and dharma um and all the effects of of it um now the you On these questions that I have written out that we kind of got to some of them, um, you have an advice in future uh, areas. Under the advice, it says, do you have some special insight or suggestions on how to fully experience rippling waves or how to get the most from this journey? And I think that's really good and important as you're reading the book.
3: Well, again, remember that the book is written In a linear fashion, it starts from the most basic sense of uh, transformation, pre-transformation, quite frankly. It tells us a few short stories about how to get to a certain level and then how things open up uh, and it goes on from there. So, uh, uh, you don't. this is not speed reading material. This is the kind of material that you read it, you dwell on it you allow your imagination to expand, and then you, you continue reading in that regard. If you do that and allow your imagination to expand or allow your visual ability to uh, get uh, you know around uh, what, what you're reading, I guarantee you transformation will come at the end of the book.
0: Mm, no doubt. No doubt. I think it's kind of impossible for it not to be. Um, do you get a sign of what your past life was? Some do. Me me
3: personally or just a person?
0: I, I don't know. You know what? Yeah, answer you personally and then answer that as an in general. And as an in general, I think some do and some don't.
3: Yeah, I've, I've had uh, a lot of science and a lot of past life experiences to be honest with you. I, don't, I wouldn't even know where to start. Uh, some of them were uh, very mundane lives. I was a sailor in England, killed uh, early on. Uh, I was a musician in many lives. Uh, and uh, I also always had some sort of theme, either early or late in life, to where uh, I was doing this kind of work. one one way or another, uh, no matter if it was a medicine man in Southwest or uh, a a healing musician in 6th century India, uh, that. But as a person, for anyone uh, looking at this, um, uh, past lives often come up in dreams uh, where you you dream uh, about uh, being at a certain place in a certain time uh, I love I love doing past life readings, it's so interesting, uh, looking into a person's life.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I found out some pretty incredible things. Jess says, do you think phobias a person may have is tied to the way they passed in a previous life? They say that and then also birthmarks and such could be death marks, you know. <laughs> I've seen
3: that. And I've seen, yeah, I've seen a lot of documentation about that, which is, I, I don't know, really know, to be honest with you. I mean, but some of the documentation I've seen is pre- pretty compelling, where the young boy was shot in the head and then uh, he remembered that happening. They went back and they checked it. Yes, sure enough, he was shot, and then he was reborn with a big uh, birthmark in the top of his head. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, that sounds pretty compelling. So I'm not sure. Oh yeah,
0: I know. And three and four year old children saying completing, you know stories in in other languages. You know, someone from World War II. Um, you know that that was in one of the books. One of the books I read for one of the shows. Right. It was pretty interesting. I read that too. Um, can the way you died in a past life make you frightened about that thing in a future life? Yes, absolutely.
3: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh If you yeah. if you died of drowning, the probability is is that you're going to be aware of that because don't forget, dying, <laughs> dying is usually the biggest trauma you face.
0: <laughs> That's you, there you go. You know, again, yeah. yeah, newsflash: we're not going to make it in this life either. Right, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna happen. Sorry, I didn't mean to burst your bubbles or anything, but you know, yeah. it's gonna happen. But, um, that's what our the ad was in the middle of the show was you know, with Chris Lee, does past life regression. Therapy. I saw that, that and was um, yeah, and and what he does is he eliminates people's you know, aches, pains, fears, phobias, and whatnot that are brought through past lives, you know, so you can have like an achy shoulder and you go to the doctor 500 times and, you know, they're going to say, Oh, that's oh it's good. I'm rubbing my shoulder as you
1: said that. Okay.
0: Thank right. you. Yeah. <laughs> fibromyalgia, you know, because that's, you know, when they give up, they just say, that's oh, fibromyalgia. But um, but yeah, exactly. then, you, and then you have a <laughs> session with Chris and, you know, you come to find out, you know, maybe you were hanging in a, in a cell and you were hanging off that shoulder. And once you let this person in that memory in that, thing go you bring that person actually to your soul family and you bring that person with love to your soul family and you're leaving Mm -hmm. them in care and then you're releasing that and then lo and behold your shoulder doesn't hurt I did a session with him where I had these white things huge white floaty like things making me blind you know, and I couldn't figure out what the heck was going on. I go to the doctor and they're like, yeah, you got little floaties and they're nothing major, you know, I don't understand why, you know, what's going on. I'm like, well, I'll be driving and all of a sudden, you know, it's like, really like a whiteout, you know. Yeah.
2: Have a session oh. with
0: him and lo and behold, I'm like a teenage girl on a train with with um, friends in a cart. We're all laughing, having fun, and the next thing, it was like a white flash. So either the, the train blew up went off tracks i don't know that's how i died in that life but it was a white flash when i brought this girl to my soul family and left her there i don't have those white floaties and the white thing anymore you know it's pretty um pretty incredible how that works Uh,
3: uh i think that uh i think that uh uh I'm ske- What
0: does that say? It says I sleep with my neck covered. I'm sketched out about it. I don't know. I don't want to know. Um, it. Well, with your neck covered, I mean, it. They, it could be anything. It could be that. Um, you know, like a lot of people, they bite their nails is because they were starving in in cells. You know what I mean? And they were trying to eat their nails or trying to claw that way out. Um, you know, there's so many. There's so many phobias. In those books, there's so many cool stories about people's past of of what he's gone through and how he's helped people. Um, But, you know, anything with the neck could be from hangings, strangulations, um, just, you know, something just, you know, blocking you off. And the thing is, don't be scared about it because that's the way to get rid of it, you know. Just to, to think. Yeah, you,
3: you, as a rule, whatever you suffered from in a past life that you may have a phobia about in this lifetime is not really going to affect you in this lifetime. It's just that you have a phobia about it from, from the past.
0: Yeah, and you can let it go. Yeah. And it can go. You yeah. Know? So... Yeah, call up Chris Lee, do a past life um, session, you know, get rid of that. Uh, but do, do you do stuff like that, though? Do you when you do past I, lives, I, you just tell them about their past life? Yeah, I do, I,
3: I do past lives uh, in the traditional sense where we visit different uh, areas of history in which because, you know, every life is not notable. Uh, some lives are very no. mundane. and very yeah. mundane, but I try to I try to pick out pick out the ones that are notable. But you know, when it comes to hypnosis, which I do not do, but I have a client uh, who has had tremendous success doing uh, early childhood uh, regressions, and because <laughs> early childhood is when you remember the stuff that happened uh, uh, before you're told, you don't you know, forget about that. That's, that's, yeah. it's your imagination. Yeah. Early childhood is, uh, reveals many, many secrets. Of oh, type. yeah.
0: I didn't, I didn't then see then that Then you question. forget it. And you forget yeah. it because yeah. yeah that's when our brain is there at our peak you know learning capacity yeah. everything when we're when we're children you know it's actually actually before you can speak that's why if you show babies flashcards and this and that they'll pick things out like this just exactly to, 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 to it's amazing verbalize you know the, the brain is on point at that point now my brain is like Duh. <laughs> 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 I walked in, I walked into this room three times for one reason, and I still don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: God, I hate that. Oh,
0: that is hilarious. Well, we are—we actually we kind of like a one minute over, and um, what what do you want to what do you want to leave our our people with? Any advice for the future or?
3: There's a a great awakening occurring right now. Uh, You're not going to hear about it in the media. You're not going to hear about it any place. But there are, if you look, you will find well over a thousand different organizations dedicated to doing work in the world that unifies humanity and the planet as one people. Get involved. Find a way to make a contribution. You can read my book that will help you become a better person and expand your horizons. But that being said, the end result is for us to get past this ridiculous uh, chaos and lack consciousness into the abundant spiritual beings that we are. And I would leave you with that.
0: Fabulous. Well, yes. I really thank you for, for being with us. It's very, very, very interesting. And guys, it, it is. It's it's an interesting book. It's an interesting journey. You definitely will be different after reading. it. No doubt about it. All right. I'm going to play our exit video. We're going to see you all next week with Susan Shumsky. No, not next week. No, week exactly.
1: Next week, we're not
0: here. Yeah. We're we going to take next week off. Sorry. Um, Two weeks, we'll have Susan Shumsky with us and we'll be talking about chakras and um, meditations and things like that and uh we will see you then hang with us for a minute okay anthony Okay. thank you again for joining us for another episode in the fox den we're here every thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m eastern standard time bringing you a variety of guests streaming live on facebook youtube and our anchor venues we would love it if you would go to our youtube channel the fox den with gina b and mama d and please subscribe share and definitely hit the notification button to never miss a show we'll see you all next week and subscribers watch for our pop-up shows as well